Oh, and thus around the throne, joy. 
now, Lord, yet on the sick, Lord, you know, now, Lord, yet somebody, buddy, yet is dragging with pain, you know, now, Lord, yet we know, yet you is a healer, and you got all healing power, yet you got all healing power, yet in your hand, and now, Lord, yet we know you's able, yet to heal all manner of sickness, and you's able, yes, to heal AIDS, Lord, and you's able, Lord, yet to heal Cancer and use it, yes, to heal high blood pressure and use it, Lord, yes, to heal low blood pressure. And now, Lord, yes, now, Lord, yes, we thank you, yes, for your word. And we thank you, yes, for your word. And your word, yes, your word, yes, is all I trust. Yes, your word, yes, is a lamp, yes, unto my pathway. And now, Lord, yes, your word. Yeah, your work, yeah, is the easy to will, yeah, our will, yeah, our will, yeah, in the middle of the will, yeah, your work, yeah, your work, yeah, is that your stone, yeah, your work, yeah, your work, is Mary, baby boy, yeah, your work, yeah, your work, yeah, I heard you saying your word, and your word and I fail, yeah, your word and I fail, yeah, your word and I fail, yeah, now, Lord, now, Lord, one of these old days, when it's all said and done, get my home, so when your kingdom, you'll surrender. Let everybody say, amen, let everybody say,
Let's pray. In times like this, we need a savior. Yes, sir. Even when things don't go the way we want them to go, and life is so full of complexities and complex. We need to know that God's still in the blessing business. And the storehouse is yet to run out of miracles. It's times like this when things don't go the way we want them, when things get to the outside begin to press upon us. That's what we God wants us to pray the most. We gotta remember that. So we're gonna stand collectively, corporately together, because there's power in agreement. Wanna put a thousand flight, you put what? Ten thousand flight. So we don't know what our neighbors need, but we're gonna come together as a flight with Jerusalem family and whoever's visiting with us. And we're going to pray that God move on our behalf. And he will do it. Yeah. Oh, Father God, right now, how excellent is your name in all the earth. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, first of all, for we ask you for anything before we wake up this morning and start us on our way. Father God, you better than us we've been for ourselves. But we need to consider you. We need to have our mind on you. You had your mind stayed on us. Father God, we don't know why you're so mindful of man. Thank you that you gave us grace and mercies new each and every day. Father God, that's why we come to you actually to create us clean heart and renew us the right spirit. And we have done that, Father God, we ask you for a fresh anointing. One for the love of souls by feet to the crowns of my head. Father God, it's not our desire to walk against the dictates of your word. But we want to line up with your word. Forgive us, Father God, what we fell short at. Forgive us for not keeping our promises to you. Thank you that you are God that loves us unconditionally. You keep on blessing us anyhow. You look beyond our faults and meet us at our need. Father God, when we didn't even know the enemy was after us and had set a trap for us, Father God, you steered us in another direction. And even when we fell into the trap of Father God, you did not let it keep us down. You worked it all out for our good. And we thank you for that. Father God, that's why we serve you. That's why we took time out this morning to give you a little bit of time. Because Father God, you are worthy of all our praise. Father God, you, without you, we had 10,000 tongues. We could not thank you enough. So Father God, right now, we want you to ask you to keep leading guidance. Help us to come into that which you have called us to be. But Father God, as we're trying to do what you ask us to do, right now we come, Father God, if it ain't one thing, it's another. Somebody needs for one thing and somebody needs it for another. That's why we come together as a family right now, Father God. Asking, Father God, that you would help us combat the obstacles in our life. Father God, that you would help us right now, even when we don't know which way to turn, that you lead and guide our pathway. Father God, because we want to be that what you created us to be. Father God, we, sometimes we get the, the, the spirit, our spirit is willing, oh God, but our flesh is weak. So we ask, oh Father God, that you allow our spirit man and woman to take control of our flesh. Give us the upper hand by you, the help of your Holy Spirit right now. So Father God, someone need you for a financial blessing. Someone need a way made out of no way. We ask you to be who you are, Jehovah Jireh, and be our provider. Father God, turn the circumstances and situation around. Come against the spirit of poverty right now. Let the spirit of success and prosperity bleed, breathe in the lives of your people right now. Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we ask somebody body need healing. Father God, somebody got a situation in their body. We don't know what it is. Father God, and some of us, we do know this. But Father God, we call that to your forefront. Father God, because we know you got more medicine than him with your garment. And any pharmacy can dispense. 
So we ask the Father God, be the bomb in Gilead that you say you were. You said it were. You said, God, that all sickness are not unto death. So we ask the Father God, don't, don't let it overtake us. Don't let it consume us. But Father God, let us stand strong. We know that your grace is sufficient for us. So heal our heal the body right now. Those that are in my presence, those that are not in my presence. Father God, we rest not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, spiritual wickedness, and high places. So we ask, oh God, that you fight our battle for us. Be a battle axe in the time of the battle. Be a strong tower. Father God, just have your way with your people right now. Father God, we thank you right now for blessing you, Jerusalem. We thank you right now, Father God, for finding favor in us. Father God, we don't take it for granted that you have smiled on us and you're leaning in our direction. So, Father God, help us just to be and do what you want us to do. Father God, help give us a hunger for your word, like the dead panther for the water. Father God, give us a hunger for your word so we know how to walk right with you. Father God, if you didn't do these real simple things, we'd be so careful to need honor, praise, and glory. Father God, right now, there is something that I should have said, that I should have covered. Father God, we ask you a lot of the Holy Spirit that you'll give each and every one of us the utter utterance that we do not utter because we know what we need and where we need it. So, Father God, we just thank you. And Father God, give us a spirit of thankfulness in the middle of our struggle. Give us a spirit of thankfulness in the midst of the storm right now. And whatever's accomplished, whatever you do, Father God, we will praise you anyhow. If you do the things for us, oh Father God, New Jerusalem, we'll be thankful. We'll be careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. Hear your prayer of your people, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone say amen. Amen.
good to see everyone in the sanctuary once again. Thank God he has kept us from Sunday to Sunday once again. Many people started off on Monday, but they didn't make it to this Sunday again. We thank God for that. Amen? He kept us. He kept us, and I thank God for, for that. Uh, we're going to continue to play for our sister Flora Owens. That family neutralized her, uh, her husband yesterday. I think the service went well. Because of the rain and the inclement weather of Greenwood Cemetery, contacted us before we left the church, and they did not want us to come there in that weather. So I did a, a communal service here in the church. But I made it very clear to Sister Flora and the funeral director. In this case, Sister Flora don't remember this. Mother Thomas, she said, you know, make sure you remember. I'm a pastor, and when he go take his body to the cemetery, I will be there and do what pastors required to do for her. Amen? Amen. Whatever time they got to do it, I will be there. I told this make sure call me so I can get there. So I'll make sure I take care of her. All right? Amen. 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 I will thank, I will, I'm very pleased, I'm very pleased with this, this ministry, this, this church, because everybody, I said for everybody was in place. I expect everybody in place. I know people are working, doing things, but you showed up in force. Amen. Fine. All my, my minister, Dr. Jenkins, I hope all my minister of staff is sitting there with me. Okay, mission department, mothers, everybody. That's what this church is supposed to do. Okay? It doesn't matter who it is. But guess what? First of all, one day, my grandma used to tell me, said, I used to tell grandma, I got to go to school. I don't know this person. She said, because one day you're going to sit there. Amen. And you want somebody to come sit with you. Amen. Amen. When you do a ministry, this is what you do. Okay? You show up. And I'll tell you, I was very pleased that we was in place in strong force, okay? And, and I, Pastor's happy about that. And God's happy about that. We are coming into our own and doing what God has called us to, right, New Jerusalem? Amen. Amen. I thank you. Everyone for being in place. Amen. Pastor, happy about that. Next Sunday is Promotions Day for a lot of young people that are moving forward to the next grade level. We're asking all the youth to come to church to be in church tomorrow. And parents and adults, let's come here tomorrow. I mean, next Sunday, next next Sunday, and, and we make sure that we support our young people. Amen. Yeah. We support our young people. It's very important. The young people that are here are showing up for Sunday school, and we thank God for that. Amen. Even the adults are showing up for Sunday school. Amen. So I'm telling you right now, we do not have enough time for Sunday school to allow Reverend Lyles to teach that lesson. She's actually rushing through it. Okay. So we'll start tomorrow. In fact, we not tomorrow. Start Sunday. I guess I'm on Sunday to run behind each other. <laughs> God forgive me, because I really don't sleep. I mean, my days run together first day. But we're going to start Sunday school next Sunday at 9.30. Okay? We're going to get here at 9.30, and we're going to at least have a full hour to do that, let you at least do that lesson. Amen? And she can break it down. She's breaking it down to the fine. I want you to tell you something. It takes a lot it take a lot more studying to preach short. Then do the preach long. Because you can't preach long or teach long. You can just rap long. But you got to be on point, studying points, and know what you're giving. But guess what? We need more time to cover because the lesson, these lessons are so extensive. Okay? And we do have questions, and everyone that's coming is has questions. Or they need she needs to go to end them. Amen? So we're gonna give her the time. Alright? We're gonna give we're gonna give her time. 9 30. 
that's that's later than we have to go to work, some of us. So don't worry, you can get up. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Amen? I still expect I can see everyone here. Amen. I still expect to see everyone here. So I take care of that. Got your black history fact um, there. Um, did you know? Make sure you're reading that. Okay. Um, excuse me. Today, today, uh, it's a virtual uh, mission fellowship. No, no, excuse me. Today is another program. Prayer. Today we have prayer meeting in the seaboard at, at 6 p.m. And you, you call in, that information is available to you. What I want you to do is we also have after the prayer, after Mario does his prayer, we do the last prayer, our prayer, he also we're gonna go and have virtual, we're gonna have communion. So if you plan on taking part of that communion and with the seaboard today, when the, the deacons and the reverends come around with your communion day, you take you some extra communion. Amen? Amen? So you can have anybody else. You can take the extra ones out of there. Amen? So you can have it for, for that. Yes, I think it will be a grand time for us to get together in prayer and also have communion together and we can take our elements home with us. Amen? Now, <clears throat> you, uh, this is our new news. News and news. I think it's excellent. I think the fine job did has been done on this, y'all. Amen. Amen. Chance again, you got hands up, praise for this. Thank you, sister, Senior Morrison, for, for keeping us. This is excellent. Amen. Can we call this our first edition? It's our first edition, huh? Okay. No. We do what's not okay. Well, this is awesome. I thank God for it. Amen. Everything's up there, up and coming. It's in there for you. you talk about the district, Seaboard district uh, news. Talk about the Sweet Hour of Prayer. It's on there. Y'all see the Zoom information? It's there. That's why I said you can take your elements with you. Uh, then you get the upcoming event that we have going on. Amen? Amen? Right there, right there for you. We should be in church every Sunday anyway. But uh, so you know what's going on when it's going on. Amen. Uh, let's see. Yeah, promotion Sunday, and the Sunday after that will be Father's Day, our Father's Day observance, which is going to be very interesting, but that's Juneteenth, okay? And if on the front of the newsletter, it gives you a, a brief history of what Juneteenth is all about. And I know some of us might not know that, but hey, I didn't know it, all the things completely, brother, anything, but guess what? I had to learn about it, because guess what? I'm getting a day off from work for it. Paid, too. I don't want to just be getting paid. I want to know why I'm off. Amen. And that's that's this important right here. Hmm? Okay. Um, yeah, I got my my memories are behind me trying to make sure I stay on point. Thank you. Um, don't forget about um, Bible study. We got Bible study coming on on Tuesday. I thank God for everyone that's coming to that. Last last week we had 28 people on the line of Bible study. Amen. That, that was a, that was a blessing. A blessing. I thank God that uh, uh, Dr. Jenkins is back in the service with us today. We've been praying for him. Right? We've been we've been praying for him and thank God for him. Amen. 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 It's a blessing to have him. He's gonna he's gonna take us through our 
communion today. I thank God I'm going to swing the door that. Now, since Mars, when I forget something, I think I keep feeling like this. Okay, we got Sister Furlough and Deacon Furlough. Okay, let's make sure that they uh, keep them in prayer. What's the other thing I've got? Oh, okay, let's remember that. Can we start doing a couple Sundays ago? But now we have our, we have our new offering, ties and offering uh, box over there. When we come. So we're going to do it just like how the deacons are standing. The deacons are going to be there. But make sure you put your offering in the envelope, put your name on it, and we're going to put it in the slide as you come around, all right? You're going to walk around just like we've been doing. We started doing right, and we're going to put it in, in there. All right? Yeah. Ain't got a problem with that. Can't be no problem. It's easy. Amen? Amen. 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 We thank God for, for it as New Jerusalem continues to move up King's Highway. Make sure you put, put everything on. Make sure you put all your name and information on the envelope. I don't care if you put in a dollar, then you should want to get credit for it. Amen? Because I guess what? You give a dollar every Sunday, which you shouldn't be giving a dollar. You should be giving more. But it gives you, it adds up. Okay? It adds up. That's a good put, put off that you can get credit for it. That's the only way you don't get credit. You can't, they can't put your name on the dollar bill. So make sure you do that, all right? All right. Now, I think I've covered what I had to cover. Amen. Uh, yes, I did. I think we got everything. I'm going to let Reverend. Yeah. I just want to remind the family that your offering envelopes and programs are in the vestibule. And um, so as you come in in the mornings, please pick your envelope, um, offering envelopes, and your programs up before entering into the sanctuary. So we have it available for you. Um, when you come in the door, just pick what you need. When you come in the door, there's a clear stand there with, with the programs, the bulletin, the programs there. Just grab it when you come in. Grab an offering that's right there, available to you when you come in. Amen. 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 So you'll have it when you come in. Come in. I'm going to ask Reverend Cook to come and do the offering for us. Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much for your attention. I love you much. God bless you. Amen. It's offering time. Amen. Amen.
henceforth, Lord God. Lord God, bless those that gave and, and, and desired to give but did not have, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. We will use this offering, Lord God, for the building of your kingdom, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
my burden to Jesus.
And Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. And Israel saw that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians. And the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. And we know that God's word is already blessed. I'd just like to speak to you and talk with you for a short while as you take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. I think I can say without, hmm, without fail successful contradiction, y'all. That the seminal event in the Old Testament is the Exodus. It's hard to overstate it, Dr. Jenkins. The importance of the Red Sea experience. It is hard for us to have a proper interpretation of Scripture without a large mention about what God did at the Red Sea. We need to know this, Jerusalem. God's going to bless us. God crosses them over on dry ground. So important is so important is the Red Sea experience for the rest of the Bible. So important it is that in the New Testament, the Gospel of Matthew chapter two and verse fifteen writes, "Out of Egypt I call my son." That's Matthew's interpretation of Hosea chapter eleven. Out of Egypt, out of bondage, I call my son. When Jesus was on the mountain of transfiguration, Matthew chapter 17 and verse 2, they showed up to talk with him, Elijah and Moses. Moses figuratively handing off the torch of redemption to Jesus. For what Moses is in the Old Testament, Jesus becomes in the New Testament. Moses, who is Israel's redemption, Jesus becomes our deliverer. Hebrews chapter 3, verses 1 through 6, says, Amy, Jesus is mentioned as one greater than Moses. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 29, says, By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea on dry ground. Remember that. The text says, By faith, they passed through the Red Sea. 1 Corinthians 10 says, Our ancestors were all under the cloud, and they passed through the Red Sea. You cannot get a good understanding of what Jesus did until you understand what Moses did. God heard their prayers over 400 years of slavery in Egypt, and they cried day and night that God would send them a deliverer. God let Moses be born of Josheben and Amram when Hebrews were having babies and Egyptian midwives were instructed by Pharaoh to drown them all in the Nile. The same waters that were supposed to drown Moses supported Moses. His mother saw that God's hand was on Moses, fashioned a basket of bulrush and, and, and pitch, and floated him in the reeds of the Nile River. God arranged that Pharaoh's daughter would come to the Nile River to take a bath. And at the right moment, God moved that basket and the baby started to cry. 
And when Pharaoh's daughter heard that cry, God had her exhibit compassion towards that baby. And God had Moses' sister Miriam stationed nearby. All right. When Pharaoh's daughter had compassion on the child, Miriam said, do you want me to go and get a nurse right. to nurse this baby for you? Pharaoh's daughter gives Moses' sister leave to come back with a nurse. And she comes back with their own mother. Moses is raised in the splendor of Egypt, in the palace, by the hand of his own mother. And God had heard their cry, and by reason of their taskmasters, God has come down to deliver them. And God uses a small, weak thing, like a baby, to save us. Moses is born in Egypt, and he delivers God's people. Jesus is born in Bethlehem, and he delivers his people from their sins. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Moses born to lead the people of God, powerful deliverer. To grow him and prepare him, God sends Moses to the backside of the Median Desert. Moses is now back in Pharaoh's palace. And Moses says to him, God told me to tell you, let my people go. Amen. Pharaoh is not listening because Pharaoh thinks that he is God. So God says nine plagues. But the tenth plague, Pharaoh calls on his own self. God calls upon him. And all of the firstborn in the land would be put to death by a death angel. The only ones who would be spared are those who have the threefold blood mark over their doors. Today, even every, every one of us that have the blood sprinkled over our lives, likewise, today, everybody is covered by the blood is saved. Amen. We are covered no matter what comes our way. Are y'all with me? No matter what the devil accuses you of, no matter what sickness, no matter what trick he tries to take you down with, if you've been covered by the blood, God promises to deliver us. Amen. When we are in the midst of a fight, we need to remember to encourage ourselves. Did I just say that? I didn't say wait for Pastor Clark to preach. I said encourage yourself. Right. Say it to yourself, I've been set free through the blood of the Lamb. No weapon, no harm, no power, no obstacle, nothing that stands in my presence or way will prevent God from delivering me. Right. Allow the Holy Ghost to walk with us around the text, y'all. When you think about Jesus in the Exodus story, the image of Jesus in the Exodus story, you got to think about what salvation is about. What were they getting out of? What was this deliverance from? What did Moses and God get them out of? God get them, got them out of bondage. And sin is bondage. There's no more basic a word in the Bible than the deliverance from bondage. The word redemption, the Greek word for redemption, means loose, to cut loose, to be released. Not only did God have to get Israel out of Egypt, but he had to get Egypt out of Israel. Because when you've been in your stuff for so long, y'all, once you deliver, you still think like an Egyptian. You talk like an Egyptian. You walk like an Egyptian. You smell, act like an Egyptian. And many of us have been saved from our sins today. But we're still in some bondage to our sin nature. And for that reason, the only one God, God has to get us out, the only thing God has to do is get us out of sin. And then he wants to get the sin out of us. Amen. The Spirit of God has to really get in some of all of us. He got to do some 
Sometimes he had to do stuff to us to cut against our will. All right, man. But it's all for our good. Amen. Amen. Because, brothers and sisters, if we tell the truth this morning, we like our sins. We enjoy our sins. I wish I had a witness in here. Right. Nobody gonna talk bad to me. I testify. Because every sin, every sin I ever committed, I had a good time committing it. I enjoyed it because it does not make sense to sin if you're not going to enjoy doing it. Come on now. I'm only going to tell the truth this morning. Brothers and sisters, it's hard for us to get away from what we enjoy. Even though we are saying there's still some issues that we struggle with, God has got yet to deliver us from. Thank God for grace and mercy. How many Christians who can shout right now, Christians who are honest enough to admit that they're not all the Christian they should be. To walk away from some of the stuff the devil presents to us. Yeah. Can I get a witness in here? Yeah. Let me help you testify. I testify for myself. And four or five people that are here now. Yes, we know we're going to hell. We know our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. But God is still working on us. Can I get a witness in here? Before I testify by myself. Are you all perfect? No. Because we got some stuff. But that's what's so great about being a Christian. Christians don't mean we're perfect. I tell people the time, Christians that mean I'm forgiven. God is, right. salvation is a process. It has to work. God has to work on me. And sometimes he has to do some forced surgery on me to cut some stuff out of me. I'm not speaking for myself. Because some stuff you don't think you want to let go because guess what? You like it and you don't. God's still getting that old nature out of us. Because every once in a while, it raises up its ugly head. And we say some stuff that we need to apologize for. We do some things we have no business doing. Romans chapter 7 says, I know that within me, that is in my flesh. For to will is present with me. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would do, I do not. But the evil which I would not do, that I do. Paul teaches us about the real struggle of sin in Romans chapter 7 and verse 21. Paul says, when I will do good, evil is present with me. When I see another law, another law in my members, Paul said, he means my body, warring against the law of my mind. Y'all with me? Bringing me into captivity, the law of sin, which is in my members, each other, his body. He said, oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Verse 25, Paul said, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Sometimes we just have to come to church. Come to church now. Don't stop coming to church. This end. I know people stop coming to church. They don't mess up. I come to church with my head hang down if I have to. And I just beg the Lord to have mercy on me. Have mercy on me, Lord. Lord, please don't let me be found out. Lord, please look behind my fault and see all my needs. And just like I enjoyed myself in sin, I'm enjoying myself in my salvation. Can I get a witness in here? Like the children of Israel, we have been delivered out of bondage. And just like I cried out when I was in bondage, I shout for my deliverance. I feel sorry for you if you who sit through an entire worship service and remain pitifully unmoved. Church is not just about literature and reading, Sunday school and giving in the offering. Church is about coming to tell the truth. I'm a sinner saved by grace. 
I'm enjoying blessings right now that I don't even deserve. But thank God, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, don't you tell me how to praise God? God looked beyond all my faults and met me at my knees. I hear you complain. I'm going. Uh, I, hear you, I hear some people complain. I'm going to this old job in the morning. But let me help you. It's better than no job at all. Amen. You didn't think about how many people don't have a job in the morning to go to? Did you think? Did you realize you did not have to be concerned about how warm you were going to be last night, how dry you was last night? Some people don't even know where they are going to sleep tonight. Not only any place to sleep, they got no food to cook. And here you can't decide where you're going to eat today. <laughs> you can't decide what you're going to cook because you got so much in your fridge and freezer. You stood in the closet this morning here deciding which white dress you're going to wear or which you will put on to come to church this morning. Some people are home and shut and got all that stuff in a plastic bag that they carry with them everywhere they go. And here you sit in the presence of God who's done everything for you and you have not opened your mouth yet. Amen. 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 No, this is not a spectator sport. Yeah, the car sings some songs. But guess what? If I got to run, I'm going to run. Amen. When I was in my sins, I needed somebody to get me out of my bondage. And Jesus became my kinsman redeemer. Jesus took my place on the cross, died for my sins. I have never been on the cross. Jesus went to hell in my place. Never had to observe the wrath of a mighty God. I never had to observe the wrath of a mighty God. But Jesus absorbed the wrath of God in himself to get me out of bondage. Salvation is about us getting out. It's about us getting out of bondage. But it's also about how we get out. In the first place, it's the right in here in the text. When they got to the Red Sea, watch the walk me church, God had been leading them. Read the text when you get home. From verse 5, God had been leading them with a strong arm. An outstretched hand. And they come to what looks like an impossibility. For all intents and purposes, it's a dead end. And at that dead end, there's no detour. Nowhere to go. There's nobody to help them. Mountains are on the right side and the valleys on the left side. And Pharaoh's army is in hot pursuit behind them. And the Red Sea is in front of them. Jesus is saying yesterday, today, and forever. They are at an impossible dead end. With no option. God said, check this out. Stand still. What? Pharaoh's army behind them. He says, Pharaoh's army here, you will see no more. Stand still and watch the salvation of your Lord. Yes. What God? What? Pharaoh's army is behind me, the Red Sea in front of me, mountains on the right, valleys on the left, and God, you telling us to stand still? Watch how God works. Help me, Holy Ghost. The cloud, watch this beautiful. The cloud that was in front of them, Sister Angela, leading them, now goes behind them. Right? And wow, it is dark on Egypt's side, but it's daylight on Israel's side. That's the 
why God works, Dr. Jenkins. He'll put a cloud between you and your adversary. Your enemy think he has got you all cornered. God's got your back, though. God makes it dark for your adversary so that you are hidden in plain sight. I don't care how you get threatened, Jesus. This is for you. This is the word for somebody today. I don't care how bad it looks. God, you say, God, I don't see no, I don't, I, I, I'm going to hide. He don't got, he'll hide you in plain sight. Oh, help me somebody. You see that? When God has his hand on you, you do help pass the shot. Look at it. The word of God says, fret not yourselves because of evildoers. Neither be enemies against the workers of iniquity. Because they shall soon be cut off like grass. They shall wither like the green herb. The Bible says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom should I be afraid? I'm in the book, y'all. When the wicked, even my enemies and my foe, came upon me to eat up my flesh. Just before they get to me, Deacon Johnson, God shifts the cloud. That was in front of me and put it between my enemies and me. Anybody ever dug a ditch for you and you saw them fall in it? You know why? God shifted the cloud. Anybody ever thought you were not going to make it, but God stepped in right on time? God shifted the cloud. Anybody predicted that you were never going to be able to amount to anything, but look where you are right now? God shifted the cloud. God shifted the cloud. That was in front of you. God put it behind you, so there was a thick darkness surrounding your enemies. Pastor, how's God delivering me? That you asked that question. God is delivering us out of this bondage. But the way we are getting out of it is grace and mercy. It is right here, right here in the text. Stand still, just watch and see the salvation of the Lord. I'm in the book. For these existence you see today. Y'all with me? Look at what the scripture says. You will see them no more forever. Not no more. Would you have been good? Not no more would have been good enough for me. But God said you will see them. Don't know why, why God just did not wipe them out. But your enemies will know to leave you alone. Your enemies will know from this forward when you encounter them and God delivers you and brings you out. Your enemies will know from this day forward, try not to mess with, they need to mess with somebody else. Y'all hear me? Because yeah. you can't touch what God has blessed. Amen. 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 Here's where grace comes in. Amen. They didn't do a thing. Yeah. They didn't do not one thing. All right. They just stood still. And you know why they didn't do a thing? Because they couldn't do a thing. Yeah. And when you can't do anything, you're right for God to deliver you. Some of you should have shot it right there. For as long as you think you got it going on, God's not going to come to your rescue. You need to learn how to put your hands on that. Father, I stretch my hands to you. No other help I know. I sent that child to church. I sent them to school. I've done everything I can do. God, they're in your hands now. You got that degree. You got the credentials, but you seem like you still can't get a job. Somebody in human resources just won't make the right decision for you. God has you right where he wants. 
He's stripping us of self. Because God holds the hand of the human resources person. God can move the supervisor to your side. Even when you don't qualify for the law, God can make the banker say yeah. All right. Even when your enemies say that this is the last quarter, y'all watch this thing, brother. Brother Cook, watch this. When your enemies say it's the last quarter, God will give you two more minutes on the clock. Right. And somebody here knows, somebody here knows under my words can testify. All God needs is two more minutes on the clock. And God knows how to come into the last two minutes to bring you to the fourth quarter and you cross the touchdown line. You didn't make it because you come from, you didn't make it because you came from a good family. You didn't make it because you went to a good school. You did not make it because you were so smart. God just moved some stuff. Amen. Amen. And then put some stuff in other people's way. To maneuver you around it. And ought to thank God. You got to thank God for grace. You know what I mean? Never, I can never think more of myself than what I am. I don't care how good you say I do. I ain't trying to hear that. Because I know that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? Has nothing to do with man. Stay humble, y'all. Learn how to stay humble. God resists the proud and clings to the humble. I couldn't do nothing. Absolutely nothing I can do to help myself. Because I could not do nothing. There's nothing I can do for my salvation. There's nothing I can do to earn it, y'all. There's nothing I can do to merit it. There's nothing I can do, we can do, or you, I can do to inherit it. It's all by grace. Yeah. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Blind, but now I see. It was grace that taught my heart to fear. And grace... That my fear is really how present did the grace appear, y'all, and how I first believed. I'm getting ready to shout through many dangers, toils, and snares. I have already come. Can I get some old school in here? Holy Ghost, help me to close this thing because see, it was grace. I said it was grace that brought me safe thus far, and the same grace that will lead me home. Salvation is about what we are getting out of. And what we're getting out of is bondage. Yeah. Salvation is about how we're getting out and how we get out is grace. Yeah. Salvation is also about why we got out in the first place. Because yeah. we have a mediator. Mm -hmm. Hello. Yeah. That's why we got out in the first place. We got a mediator. Moses in the Old Testament is God's mediator. Yeah. Because you will hear in this text that when they got to the impossible dead end, with no detour, they start crying and murmuring and complaining against Moses. Right. They said, did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness where there are no graves in Egypt? And you brought us out here to die in this desert? And Moses now is between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Because on one hand, he understands. Because he speaks to God on behalf of the people. Yeah. But on the other hand, Moses should know that God has a plan. Because he speaks to the people on behalf of God. Moses is in the middle of a complaining people and a delivering God. And Moses stands in the middle as a mediator. And then the Bible says, read it when you get home. Moses cries out to the Lord. And here's what the Lord says. God says, Moses, why are you crying out to me? Use what you have in your hand. Throw it all in. It's in your hand. You got what you need 
for your deliverance, people of God. Use what you have in your hand. Stretch it out. When you use it, it's a piece of wood. Check this out, Deacon Johnson. It's a piece of wood as long as you don't pick it up. Somebody see where I'm trying to go here. It is nothing but wood as long as it's on the ground. Raise it up and stretch it out over the sea and it will open and you will be able to go through on dry ground. Oh, y'all don't hear me coming. One Friday on Calvary's mountain, as long as that cross was laying on the ground, it was a piece of wood. But when they raised it up, I heard Jesus say, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. We are saying today because a piece of wood was stood upright. Jesus got lifted up on the cross and he died for our deliverance. And through him, we have been set free. Bible says after the children of Israel had crossed over, Pharaoh's army tried to do the same thing. Let's see how that going in. They tried to go over just like the children of Israel. But the scripture says the children of Israel went through the Red Sea over by faith. Y'all got that? They went through it by faith. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. For you must first believe that he is and that God is a reward of them who diligently seek him. God waited until the Egyptians got in the middle of the sea. And the same waters that opened up for Israel. God told Moses, now take that same rod and let those waters down that they just raised, that you just raised up. And the waters that raised up and became walls on the right and the left of Israel now comes down on Egypt. And here's the shout. Pharaoh's chariots got bogged down in the mud. Pharaoh's horsemen tried to run and they drowned. And the Egyptian army, the bodies of them, washed up on the seashore. What a sight. And then Moses' sister, Miriam, tells somebody to give me a tambourine. And she and the women start singing and dancing and praising God. Here's their song. God is a man of war. He fought many battles. He's never lost one. And Jehovah is his name. When you come out of your stuff, New Jerusalem, when we come out of our stuff, you may not have a tambourine, but you got a voice. You may not have a tambourine, but you got your hands to raise up. You may not have a tambourine, but you got your mouth. We are not be able to sit down in the middle of a service or anywhere and not give God praise. Because the Lord has delivered you from your addiction. The Lord has delivered you from your misery, your depression, your lostness. We, we were on our way to hell, but a cross was lifted up on our behalf. Christ has set us free. Are y'all hearing me? And because he has set us free, he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. How does that apply to me, Pastor? I got to get up out of here. How does that apply to me? Me, Johnson, because guess what? When I'm in the midst of a bad situation and my heart is down and I feel like I'm all by myself, Dr. Jenkins, I sit down I tell y'all, I know how to have a flashback party. I know how to know when God brought me from something and he brought me from that. What I'm going through right now, it really don't matter. Because guess what? His word is, he's a man that cannot lie. He said the steps of a good man ordered by the Lord. He said, I delight in your way. All I got to do is focus my mind on Jesus. Stay obedient to his word. I don't care what 
the enemy bring me to, God will take me to it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care for how, how, how much better you think the other person is. I don't care. I don't care more educated they are you. I don't care. God said, I, I, I got a vision on your life. Everybody here, God got a vision on your life. It's your responsibility to make sure you, you are coming into what God created you for. Because when you have no vision and you don't have no purpose, you got no reason to be living. God created us all for something. Yes, He did. And that don't mean you always got to be in the front. Yes. You might just be that person who's always going to give somebody a word of encouragement. You are an encourager. Yes, sir. I got people call me all through the week. Pastor, you okay? Don't you give up. Keep going. I'm praying for you. But you know what? They ain't thinking about it. But they always do that at the right time. Yeah, yeah. And encourage it. Don't take nothing God got you to do lightly. Y'all with me? He delivered us for a reason. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Stand your feet. Send an invitation to stop and share. Maybe someone here do not know the Lord as their personal Savior. Now is the second time. Now is the day of salvation. When you hear the invitation, I'm saying go out and you do not know the Lord. You can be in church, on Facebook, on the phone line. Harden not your heart because you do not hear this by coincidence. God is moving upon your life. He's inviting you to come on in while you got time. Maybe you know the Lord and you have not been up obedient to him. And you missed it, been this minute. You don't want to stay faithful to this word. You just want to do what you want to do. Because you think it's all about you. God said, that's all right. I got you. He said, guess what? I'm still here. He said, you can to forget about me. And you have. He said, but I have not forgotten about you. I'm married to the backslide. He said, come back. Rededicate your life to me. And I teach you how to say God yesterday, today, and forever. Maybe someone that don't have a church home. The Bible said God is sent to me and invite you here to Jerusalem. Join with the people of God. This is a place where our, our, the word of God is powerful and our worship is passionate. Come down and be with us. We'll walk together down the King's Highway. Amen? Maybe there's someone. Is there one? Is there one?
is rolled back the cross for you. It's still rolled back the cross for you. We pray that stuff was said to encourage you in your, your walk with the Lord. You got to learn to be obedient, y'all. It's got to be just a blessing in obedience. Sometimes we want to do what we want to do. That's my, my thing. I, I'm a living witness. Sometimes I think I shouldn't do something. I shouldn't say this. But I need to know that it's not about me. It's about what God wants. And just, just let God do his thing. And he always comes through. He'll let, he always confirm it too. He said, thank you. I heard you. It's a blessing and obedience. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay. Now we're ready to uh, get the house and all the deacons. We have a communion. Amen. 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 Remember now you take communion that if you're going to take communion uh, this evening with the Seaboard Hour, after Seaboard Hour prayer while online, make sure you take you some uh, communion out of the, uh, uh, the elements out of the tray. We have two different, you'll notice there's two different colors in there now. We got some red grape and we got some white grape in there now. Amen? Amen. You got to choose your picking how you want to eat with the Lord today. Amen? Amen. 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 Let's get ready.
your resurrection. Amen.
told us that one day, once we when they when they were entering into the promised land, he told them that he said that you gonna occupy houses that you didn't build. All right. Uh -huh. And so you're gonna get vineyards that you didn't you're gonna eat from vineyards that you didn't plant. Yeah. Well anyway, the day in the service, we have a new communion set here. Well we didn't buy it. Another pastor donated that to the church. And so what I did, he gave it to she gave it to Deacon Johnson, and I let it sit through the service so it could get consecrated. And whenever before we use it, so we have two sets now. Mrs. Morrison, let's let James. We have two sets of new sets now. Both them nice and gold. Okay, but that was given to us, brand new. We thank God for that. Amen. 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 So all hearts, minds ready to stand. We're ready to go. Bible us both now and forevermore and let the church say God is 